27 Nisan, Chavzai Nisan, Tzadik, His Praise, 272. The Rebbe said of himself, I am the elder of the elders. You will understand something of what he meant if you take a careful look at the awesome tale of the seven beggars. In the story of the beggar who was blind, the great eagle tells him that he is very old, and yet he is a suckling babe, and he has not begun to live at all. Nevertheless, he is old compared to all the elders mentioned in the story. From the other incidents in the story, you will also be able to gain a little more understanding of the Rebbe's greatness. Through hints will the wise understand. 273. The Rebbe boasted that he never began to do anything in this world without first knowing its underlying mystical significance. This even applied to smoking a pipe. The Rebbe did not start with this until he knew its mystical meaning. This applied to his other practices. He never started doing anything until he understood its hidden meaning. Regarding smoking, the Rebbe himself understood its mystical meaning, but he told us many times that we should keep away from it ourselves. Once he spoke at length on the subject of tobacco smoking and said it was a very foolish habit which in no way aided bodily cleanliness, as people claimed. As regards the use of snuff, it was even worse. 274. The Rebbe said, As to what will become of me, I have no idea. But this much I have achieved with the Almighty. The righteous Messiah will be one of the fruit of my loins. The Rebbe said this publicly, and he was very insistent that we should give all due honor and respect to his children, because they were very precious trees, which would give forth rare and goodly fruits. He also said that he had taken his offspring from the world, world of Atzilut, emanation, the highest wisdom. world. His wisdom, 119. I do not recall the exact course of the discussion, but I do remember that the Rebbe ended by saying, if people would only hold on to this. With his gestures, he emphasized how important this is. This, meaning a person's pleasure in and strong desire for a fellow Jew to succeed and excel in serving God, even if the person himself is unable to, God forbid. This is quite a high level. The Rebbe's intent was that there is something to grasp hold of even if you cannot, cannot attain a high level yourself. You can still hope that others attain what is beyond your reach. I also remember that the Rebbe said, Even when I am not worthy of serving God, I am satisfied to let another serve Him. This is a very important thing to grasp. I heard this from the Rebbe's own lips. It seems obvious to me. Even though I may not be worthy, I still long for everyone to be truly righteous. I would like nothing better than for all my friends to be great tzaddikim. This would be my greatest expression of love and friendship. This is how you must love your fellow man. You should want him to attain his true goal in life as ordained by God's goodness. This is true Jewish love. It is explained in the Rebbe's lesson on the verse, For he who has mercy on them will lead them. Isaiah 49.10, Likutei Moharan 2.7 There are people who have fallen in their level of religious devotion, or who are snared by their evil temptations and are literally trapped in sin. Many such people hate those who are still religious. They provoke them, discouraging and degrading them in every way possible. They do everything in their power to drag them to their low level, proclaiming that these religious Jews will eventually fall just as they have. Many of our youth today have a strong desire to be truly religious. They spend much time in study and pray with all their heart in great devotion. But those who have fallen away ridicule and insult these young people. They discourage them by saying that all their devotion is really nothing. This is nothing more than jealousy. They have fallen, and therefore they want others to be just like them. 
But a true Jew must do the exact opposite. He should want others to serve God even when he himself is unable to do so. Money. B. 15. Charging usury causes one to lose his fear of God. 16. One who charges usury for lending money will not find anyone willing to speak favorably of him. 17. A person who is careful not to transgress the prohibition against coveting will be saved from anger and haughtiness and from the lack of faith that results from these two evil traits. 18. Conducting one's business affairs faithfully nullifies curses. 19. One who is obliged to borrow from others is comparable to an animal. 20. When the agent of someone important cannot convince an ordinary person to sell some object to his client, he should pray that the ordinary person accept the offer and agree to the sale. 21. When a person controls his evil inclination, his children do not follow evil ways. Because of this, his money is plentiful, and consequently, he will not come to be tested. 22. Being on the road brings a person to slander, idolatry, immorality, and bloodshed, and these sins diminish one's life. 1. Lesson number 66. 6. Speech reaches its perfection through the reality of the world to come. The explanation for this is that at the present time, speech is lacking and incomplete, in that the whole world does not call out to God with its speech. But in the future, everyone will call out to God with their speech. As it is written, Then I will change over all the nations to a pure language, that they may all call upon the name of God. Zephaniah 3.9 Specifically, a pure language, meaning that because everyone will be calling out to God with their speech, therefore, speech will be in its proper perfected state at that time. All this will occur in the future as a result of the great revelation of truth, which will take place at that time, by which everyone will see the greatness and beauty of the tzaddikim and the righteous, and conversely, they will see the downfall of the wicked. For the true greatness of the tzaddikim and the righteous individuals who follow them will be revealed only in the future, on the great and awesome day of judgment. Then everyone will see their greatness and beauty. How great is your good that is stored away for them. Psalms 31.20 By the same token, everyone will then see the downfall of the wicked, since the great day of judgment will also take place at that time, when a person will be judged on his every deed, on every single detail, and they will not show any leniency for him on even the tiniest detail. For God forgets nothing, and everything will be recalled at that time. Then all will see the difference between the righteous and the wicked, and between the person who merited to draw close to and attach himself to the true tzaddikim and the one who opposed them. In consequence of this great revelation of truth, everyone will return to God and they will all declare his name, and through this, speech will reach its perfection. 7. It is necessary, however, to draw the reality of the world to come into this world as well, so that the wicked will experience their downfall in this world too. This is accomplished through truth, since the downfall of the wicked in the world to come will occur primarily through the truth that will be revealed at that time. See more in this lesson in Likutei Moharan. Therefore, when a person merits to pray with genuine honesty to God alone, without any false movements or gestures to impress other people, he thereby merits to bring the world to come into this world, and the wicked will experience their downfall in this world too, until everyone will be compelled to return to God. In turn, the perfection of holy speech is also brought into this world, and as a result, 
a person can bring all of the holy acts that he desires to perform from potential to actual fulfillment. Stories. The Master of Prayer The people did not understand what he was getting at. He also went to other people and spoke to them. Whenever the warrior was mentioned, he would say, Can this be the mighty warrior? No one understood what his point was. There was a great stir in the city, since there was someone there mocking their faith and preaching that there was only one God. He was also saying strange remarks about the mighty warrior. They understood that this was the master of prayer, since he was quite well known by this time. Orders were given that he be found and captured. Although he was constantly disguising himself, sometimes appearing as a merchant and at other times as a pauper, they were already aware of his disguises. They gave orders that he be found and taken prisoner. They searched for him, and when they captured him, they brought him before the ministers of state. When they began to speak to him, he told them that all of them had very foolish beliefs and were in error. Wealth is not the goal of life at all, he said. The only goal is the Creator, may his name be blessed. You may think that the people of the land are gods, but they will not be able to help you at all, since they are only human beings. Year 1. Letter number 147. With God's help, Sunday, Re'e 5594. My dear beloved son, I received your letter just now. If I am distressed that you suffered so much on the road for a prophet like this, nonetheless I do have consolation in what you wrote, that you were reminded of the words of our master, teacher, and Rebbe, that travel is a tikkun, rectification for the covenant, and that you were reminded of the mystical meanings of the month of Elul, Likutei Moharan 2.87 and 1.6.5. You probably had many thoughts of Torah then, and should have expressed yourself before God about them, as we have spoken about many times. I assume you carried this out to some extent. As a result of what you did, we can hope to God that all will turn into good. You should keep in mind, too, that when a person is engaged in business dealings, all his effort and toil are considered to be toil for the sake of fulfilling a commandment, and this is extremely precious. Thank God they worked on fixing up the sukkah at my house all day Friday, and God willing, we will work on it tomorrow and the days following. But there is just no money. I will let you know through Abnachman Tolchiner what is happening with this. God will do what is good. May he supply our needs honorably, and may he help us to be as he, in his good, tru- in his good truly wishes us to be. May he help us complete the work of the Rebbe and benefit the public eternally. The words of your father, who was rather busy. God helped us to be very happy at the third meal, which was the last thing I expected. On the contrary, I was feeling rather down and broken-hearted at the time. But God helped me with his wonders to turn everything to great joy, until it reached my feet. Thank God who has helped me thus far. Reb Nachman can tell you more, God willing. We must remember all this. Everything that happens to each person, and especially all that happens in my house, is through God's kindness and wonders. For all that happens with us in this passing world is no insignificant matter. It is necessary to put the past out of one's mind so that it does not bother one in one's prayer and devotion. As our master, teacher, and Rebbe said, in this respect, forgetfulness is a wonderful trait. Nonetheless, everything has its time, and one must be constantly vigilant to remind oneself about what, what one is doing in this world. An intelligent person will understand how to apply each trait at the correct time. May God guide me at all times on the path of right and truth. Nussan of Year 2, letter number 383. With thanks to God, 
Thursday, Tsav 5602, Breslov. Warm greetings to my dear beloved son, the learned Rabbi Yitzchak, may he live. Along with all his children, may they live. I have nothing new to tell you right now, as I already wrote you briefly in yesterday's letter. What is more, you will surely be reading the letters that I now sent to Cherin, in particular what I wrote to Rabbi Abala, may he live. With God's help, they will inspire you. In fact, at the time that I wrote them, they inspired me tremendously as well. For whenever a person recalls the greatness of the Rebbe's Torah teachings, his soul is aroused, because the Rebbe's thoughts are very deep indeed. The fact of the matter is, that in all the lessons I mentioned in that letter, which refer to Pesach, Chametz, and Matzah, it is possible to see the greatness of the Creator, the greatness of the Rebbe's holy teachings, and the profundity of the holy advice which he shone upon us from afar. I was deeply impressed by what he wrote about guarding one's mind from fermentation, chimutz, and about fulfilling rebuke the beast of the reed until we merit to go from chametz to matzah and from the letter chet to the letter he. See Likutei Moharan 1, 5, 4. I know very well how much each person is trapped in this, his thoughts, because if we were to fulfill this teaching, we would already have attained complete salvation in all areas. But here too it is necessary to encourage oneself with what the Rebbe wrote on the verse, with a little bit he is no longer wicked. Meaning with the lesson of Zamra, I will sing to God with the little bit that I have left. For each person must encourage himself in accordance with his success in repelling his evil thoughts, the fermentation of his mind. Through this he merits to pray a little in the way expressed in the voice went out and struck the rain clouds, which are the mind a well of fresh living waters, and then, through the resulting thunder, a person merits to straighten out the twistedness of his heart and, and to come to joy. Likutei Moran 1, 5, 4 What shall I say to you, my son? Listen carefully to these words of mine and encourage yourself with what I wrote. For on each occasion, you are terribly pained by your mind's fermentation, and you do rouse yourself and strive with all your might to flee from these thoughts and to repel them. And as a result, you have escaped from what you have escaped many, many times. With all this, you must encourage yourself. And most of all, with the power of the tzaddik who revealed this and who can rectify everything. Then, with his great power, you can prevail to flee from the fermentation of the mind, to fulfill, repel the beast, and to go at all times from chametz to matzah. There is very much to say about this, but the time for the afternoon prayers has arrived. The main thing is to bring yourself to joy with all your might, that you have merited at least to be numbered among the holy gathering who hold on to this holy light and onto original Torah teachings such as these on every single subject, Pesach and all three festivals, all the character traits and all the commandments. May God give you and us a kosher Pesach. Let us be happy and rejoice in His salvation. Shemot of Breslov. Avdan, Abba Yudan, Rabbi Avahu. Rabbi Avahu Mibavel, Rabbi Avahu Ben Zutarti, Rabbi Avahu Bereder of Bevai, Rabbi Avahu Father of Rav Shmuel, Rabbi Avahu Bar Acha, Avahu Bereder of Geniva, Avua Father of Rabba Bar Avahu, Avuha Bar Ehi, Avuha Father of Mari, Bar Avin, Ubar Kifuk, Rabbi Avoy Sava, Rav Avia, Avuya Father of Elisha Acher, Avia, Rav Ada Beno, Avu Vram, Avuna Safra, Rabbi Avuna bar Sechora, Avtalion, Avtulmas, Avtulas bar Avtulmos, Avtulas ben Reuven, 
Rabbi Avtulas, Rabbi Yosef ben Chalavta. Rabbi Avtulas, Avion, father of Rabbi Yoshua. Avitul Safra. Abaya Kashisha, Abaya bar Avin, Abaya bar Abba, Abaya bar Eder Rabbi Avua, Abaya bar Rabbi Binyamin, Rabbi Abaya, Abaya Hakoin ben Kelil, Nachmani, Abaya Stam, Comrade prayers. of Rava. One, prayer number 129, 190. Hashem, you have investigated me and you know. You know my sitting and my rising. You understand how to attach me to you from afar. You know my going about and my lying down. You have encompassed me. And you have seen all my ways, for there is no word on my tongue unknown to you, because you know everything, Hashem. Master of the world, giver of the Torah, you who love your nation of Israel, you who choose your nation of Israel with love, in your compassion you gave us free will to choose life or its opposite, heaven forbid. This power of free will that you gave man is a wonder of wonders, the greatest wonder of all creation in all worlds, as is taught in a number of holy texts. There is nothing as wondrous, awesome, and concealed in the creation of all worlds as this elevated wonder, this wondrous and hidden innovation, the existence of a creature with your power of free will to choose the path that he wants, to have the power to do your will or defy your will, heaven forbid. Regarding this, King David said, Awesomely have I been formed. Wondrous are your deeds, which my soul knows well. Knowledge is hidden from me. I cannot attain it. Where will I go from your spirit, and where will I flee from your face? When free will is coarsened and limited. And so, I come before you, Master of Wonders, to help me and save me and be with me always, so that I will bend the power of my free will to you and to your will, so that I will always, at every moment, choose life in a good and true way, in accordance with your will and the will of the true tzaddikim, and I will never veer from your will, right or left, all the days of my life. Master of the world, Lord of all, you informed us in your compassion that the principal power of free will that the Jews possessed when they received the Torah existed because they received it through Moses our teacher, and you did not speak directly with the Jews themselves. You spoke all your words with Moses our teacher, and they heard you speak with him. As a result, we have the power of free will regarding all the words of this Torah. Otherwise, everything that Hashem would tell a person directly he would be forced to do without any free will. And so, Moses, our teacher, did not have the power of free will regarding the commandments of the Torah. Rather, all his free will had to do with Moses adding one day of his own knowledge to determine the time of the giving of the Torah. That is, you did not explain this to him explicitly, and he had to understand how to act of his own accord. All of the power of his free will resided in that. And behold, I who am so meager, I who am constantly overwhelmed by desires and bad traits, have free will regarding all the words of the Torah. I need your encouragement, help, and compassion to bend the power of my free will to choose life, to choose good and reject evil. Now I am very unclear about how to act, and my mind is confused about many things, because I do not know how to know what you want and how I should act. I think that if I knew what you want, I would certainly act in accordance with your will. Hashem, our God, you are our Father. We are the clay, and you are our Maker, and all of us are the work of your hand. Direct me and teach me what to do and how to act. Moses, our teacher, and the other great and awesome tzaddikim who had free will regarding instances when they were not sure what you wanted, had great power because they were mighty ones in strength who fulfill his word, 
They were literally like angels. They had completely broken their desires, so they did not have free will regarding desire for anything in the world. And so it was fitting for them to have free will on the level of Moses adding one day of his own knowledge, which refers to the things that were unclear to them. But I am thick and coarse. I have sinned so much against you. My desires still impel me, and I constantly think of how to find advice, strategy, and healing to drive them away from me. But the power of my free will is greatly coarsened. In addition, my desires confuse me a great deal, and I experience confusion and opposing ideas about a number of things, so that I don't know what to do. How will I find the straight and proper way to really be able to come close to you? Master of the world, my mind is greatly confused. I have no arguments to set forth, and I cannot express my speech well. But you know all the secrets of my heart. So please direct me, and teach me how to conduct myself from now on, through all the days of my life. Teach me counsel. Give me the power to engage in this challenging battle. Rise up to help me and save me so that I will bend my heart to you to choose good when I know what you want in accordance with your holy Torah. May I no longer follow the stubbornness of my evil heart and no longer stray after my heart and eyes. Rather, may I always bend my free will to go in the way of life, goodness, and truth. Illumine my eyes in your Torah and teach me with your compassion at every moment so that I will know the truth and intuit your will in all things that I am uncertain about. Hashem, teach me your ways. I will walk in your truth. Unite my heart to fear your name. Guide me in your truth and teach me, for you are the God of my salvation. It is for you that I have hoped all the day. Hashem, teach me your ways. Guide me on a path that is straight, despite my enemies who gaze upon me. Entering into the company of Tzaddikim. Master of the world, you who are filled with compassion, bring me into the company of the true tzaddikim until all my desires for all the vanities of this world are nullified and I will not have any desire for them at all. Rather, I will bend my shoulder to bear the yoke of Torah, prayer, and serving you and I will be charitable and perform many kind deeds. Guard me, deliver me from doubts, confusion, and divided counsel. May I always know the truth of your will regarding everything in the world because I rely on you in all of my movements, and may I act in accordance with your will. Hashem, teach me the way of your laws, and I will keep it at every step. Guide me in the path of your mitzvot, for that is what I have desired. Extend my heart to your testimonies and not toward monetary gain. Have compassion on me and on all those who depend on me. May your hand help me, for I have chosen your laws. May my soul live and praise you, and may your judgments help me. I have gone astray like a lost sheep. Seek your servant, for I have not forgotten your commandments. I have strayed to the left. Please, bring me close to you with your right hand. Let me know the way of life, the satiety of joy before your countenance, the pleasantness at your right hand forever. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing before you, Hashem, my rock and my redeemer. Amen and Amen.